Hello there. It's time for another Nine to Thrive podcast with us here at HCI, and I'm your host, Holly Pennebaker. We're coming to you ahead of our 2019 Learning and Leadership Development Conference, which is scheduled for September 10th through the 12th in Boston. So let's get started and talk about who we have with us here today, both from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Dr. Joe DeCiano is Manager of Talent Management and Organizational Development. And then Tony Gelati is Director of Talent Management and Organizational Development. So guys, thanks so much for being with us. How about saying hello and telling our listeners more about your experience in organizational development? Hi, this is Tony Gelati. I'm thrilled to be here with my colleague, Joe DeCiano. As you've mentioned, I'm the Director of Talent Management and Organizational Development. I've had the pleasure of working in a variety of aspects of HR over nearly 25 years now uh, in operational human resources, uh, learning and development, and uh, more recently in talent management and organizational development. And as part of that role, creating the Leadership Development Intensive Program that we are excited to, to talk about at the conference. And this is Joe DeCiano, the Manager of Talent Management in OD. I've been in the talent management and OD space for over five years. Uh, my PhD was in instructional management and leadership uh, to align with my TMOD interest. Uh, I previously worked in uh, leadership positions in the military and in the hospitality industry. All right, guys, thanks so much. And so we hear that UPMC has been very effective in developing leaders in a way that aligns with your organizational vision and provides them with a life-changing experience. So tell us, what are the key elements and approaches you use to create such a successful journey? Well, there were several elements that we consider year over year, Um, one being really understanding the type of leader that you need not just now in your organization, but also into the future that will support and advance the organizational vision, its mission, and the strategic objectives. And then once you have that understanding of the type of leader that will be successful and bring the organization to even greater success, designing a learning curriculum. And that curriculum really becomes the conduit for creating that special type of leader. One thing that we've realized is off-the-shelf or one-size-fits-all approaches typically were not very effective for us. So it's important to design a program that fits the organizational culture, has stakeholder support, and has business impact. And uh, one other note, if working with a vendor, really remaining in the driver's seat when it comes to setting the vision and the strategic direction for your program. Joe, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think also an advantage that we have with an integrated talent management and organizational development approach is we're really able to spend a lot of time on the front end ensuring that we're starting with the right person. We want to start with a high-potential, high-performing leader who demonstrates a strong likelihood of success in the program and success in the organization. Uh, We really want to respect and leverage the leader's diverse experiences, viewpoints, and strengths throughout the learning process. That's why every single year that we do a cohort of leadership development intensive, we spend significant time up front working through the curriculum, ensuring that our curriculum aligns with what it's going to mean to be a leader at UPMC three to five years from now, and add some diversity components to that curriculum, whether it's some didactic training, some challenging self-reflective, 
or experiential exercises such as our action learning project that is the capstone event of our leadership development intensive. All right, guys, thanks for that answer there. And so then let's talk about some things that you would say are the most important elements you need to get right when driving executive buy-in, getting funding, and then what about measuring the effectiveness of your development program? It's a great question. So we all know that without the appropriate funding and executive and senior leader support, we don't have a program. And so starting with the business justification, it's so critical. And in that justification, showing that the financial investment, not the cost, but a true investment in the program will be offset either by revenue generation or cost savings. So for example, if the program creates a pool of prepared internal talent for senior or even executive level roles, then calculating the external recruitment and selection costs that will be defrayed. Uh, Another component would be conducting a needs assessment with your executives and or other key stakeholders ensuring that their feedback is actually driving the development of the program. So they have a stake in it. And then finally, including the executives and those stakeholders in the program itself, carving out a role for them, whether it's as a facilitator, a mentor, even a discussion panelist, but finding ways for them to contribute something important and valuable uh, to the program. Joe, your thoughts? Yeah, as far as measuring the effectiveness of the program, we're continually trying to improve upon this. Um, Each year, we're adding more and more depth to what we're doing to measure the effectiveness of the program. So not only are we measuring the program itself throughout the four to five months that the cohort is experiencing this leadership opportunity, we continually track what we call LDI alumni, Leadership Development Intensive Alumni, over time to look at their turnover, engagement, retention, promotions that they might receive, whether that's an increase in scope or an actual title change. We track uh, clinical outcomes uh, for this group, and we're able to, to keep a good pulse on the value that this group and all of the content that they were exposed to through the learning experience and how that compares to their peers who have not been through the leadership experience. And we continually see higher engagement scores, lower turnover, higher retention, more promotions from this group of participants that have been through a really robust executive learning experience. Awesome information, guys. Thanks so much. And I think you've put us in a good place now to think about getting started. I think the people will really feel set up to go. So what advice would you give your colleagues who are currently trying to ramp up their own development program? Well, first, I would consider uh, what is the business or the organizational problem that you're trying to solve through this leadership development program? And so not creating the program in a silo, but really thinking uh, beyond the program itself and indicating and identifying what are the pain points for the organization and how will a program like this address those pain points? Secondly, determining whether you can create and deliver a really strong, not just a curriculum, but also an experience with the internal resources that you have. And if you don't have those right resources, then establishing an RFP to evaluate different vendors' approaches and select a partner that aligns with your strategic vision, with the objectives that you have set for the program, and also a vendor partner that respects and aligns with your organizational culture.
I also think that the involvement that we allow our operational executive teams to have in the program not only helps us continually build on that curriculum and build that program, it also touches on the last statement that you asked about leadership buy-in. So we're actually involving them in real-life scenarios and real-life experiences and problems that they may experience on a daily basis in this program. The second thing I would recommend would be to, uh, to pilot the program with a specific target audience so that you have time while committing limited resources to the program to actually try some things out and see what works within your culture, within the framework of your organization, and what doesn't. And then carefully measure that over time so that you're continually compounding on the business case for your program and continuing to show how it's adding value to the organization. All right, guys, thanks again for that information today. We appreciate your time here. Thank you for the opportunity. So as we start to close out today's episode, we like to invite you to join us in Boston. You'll hear keynotes like that from Joe and Tony, along with hands-on workshops, innovation sprints, networking, and so much more. So visit www.lldconference.com for everything you need to plan your trip to the event in Boston. Nine to Thrive episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. If you happen to listen on iTunes, we'd love your rating. So for 9 to Thrive and everyone here at HCI, thanks for listening.